the natural numbers 1, 2, 3, and so on play a twofold role in our ordinary affairs. Without them, there could be no counting, and so no answer to the question, how many? A man who is unable to tell whether he is looking at one sheep or two of them cannot identify sheep. He is left staring at so much wool on the hoof. It is the natural numbers that offer him relief from sheeplessness. The creation of numbers, Thierry of Chartres remarked in the 12th century, was the creation of things. As counting endows things with their identity, so it imposes on them their difference. Three sheep make for three things. The natural numbers are the expression in nature of division and distinctness. Between the number one and the number two, there is, after all, nothing whatsoever, and nothing between things that are distinct either, however much alike they might be in various respects. The discreteness of the natural numbers is as absolute as the one enforced by the surface of our skin, which permits contact, but not, alas, commingling. There are certainly substances in the world that cannot be counted. Mud, for example. The word mud seems indifferently to designate mud wherever it is and however it may be found. But so strong is the intellectual impulse to subordinate experience to counting that ordinary English provides the tools by which even mud can be made numerate. A spot of mud, or a dab, or a pile, whereupon there is one spot, two dabs, or three piles. The same one, two, and three used in counting sheep are also used in sorting them. It is the natural numbers that make it possible for some leather-faced Spanish sheepherder, his concave cheeks pursing around two gold teeth, to put his sheep, and thus his life, in order. The first is mine, hombre, as these sheepherders say, the second yours, and the third his. A Scribal Art The Sumerians drilled their children in AEM more than 5,000 years ago, when the desert sun was new and nothing was yet old. Sumerian children were taught the basics. Their teachers had grasped the essentials. They did not find it easy. Sumerian scribes studied for years beyond childhood in order to hand-scratch clay tablets with tax records, business claims, legal codes, real estate transactions. They left behind a sense of their mathematical intimacy, the first in history. An inadequate sense of their calling was not among their afflictions. The scribal art, one wrote, is the father of masters. Scribes alone, he added, could write, inscribe, a steely, draw a field, settle accounts. There is a gap in the text, a break in its flow. And then a phrase isolated on both sides, one suggestive of the scribe's intellectual grandeur, the palace. At the end of the third millennium B.C., the Sumerian Empire ran streaming into the desert sands, defeated at last by time. Carried by the wind, I suppose, or some other current of warm thought, the scribal sense of intimacy with AEM was acquired by Chinese mandarins, intoxicated by their new power over pictograms, and acquired again by the Babylonians, so that it appears throughout the ancient world. Different societies used AEM in their own ways and for their own ends. Every society missed something, and no society, not even our own, knew or knows it all.